Hi everyone, welcome back to episode 2 of U105's brand new podcast series Being Fab at 50 with me, your host Denise Watson. If this is your first time listening in, we are on a mission to speak to people in their 50s who are living life to the fullest every single day. I'm one month away from hitting that milestone number, which is something I was dreading for quite some time. In our opening episode, we spoke to the wonderful Melanie Minchel, who helped ease any of those fears. She told us all about how she's used exercise and mental wellness to help her feel better than ever in her 50s and beyond. This week, we're delighted to be speaking to Rosemary Gibb, a hairstylist and salon owner who's been in the business for over 30 years. Rosemary is an absolute treasure and is one of the most positive outlooks on life you could possibly hear. She speaks to us about running your own business as a mother and also why life can get better with each year that comes. I really hope you enjoy this episode as I loved every second I spent speaking with her. This episode of Being Fab at 50 is sponsored by Linwood's Health Foods, who provide a variety of seed and nut blends that can easily be incorporated into your daily diet to help provide the body with all its important nutrients. So just think you can make your breakfast, yogurts or lunchtime salad healthier by adding 20 grams of Linwood's blends to your bowl. It packs a nutritional punch with lots of protein, fiber and omega-3 and other nutrients like vitamin D. And did you know that Linwood's flaxseed has been prepared with great care? Their unique cold milling process unlocks the benefits of the seed. That makes digestion easier, which is great news. And what's more, every single product within the range is gluten-free and plant-based, so everybody around the table can enjoy that healthy boost to a meal. Check out their entire range, available directly from the Linwood's Health Foods website. Well, thank you very much, Mrs. for joining me this morning. As I said, when I thought about the idea of my podcast being being fab at 50 and you're a woman who has just embraced her 50s, you look fabulous and it's all about really enjoying life as well. Uh, you're a granny, uh, you're a busy mum and uh, you've been a hairdresser for over 30 years. So I'm kind of a bit wary about approaching 50. You know this, I've talked to you about this, Rosemary. Yeah, I'm indeed. worried about being 50. There's something about that milestone. So how can you reassure me that it's great? The reassurance is very easy um and really and truly you're free you're amazing and you're beautiful that's what fab stands for me <laughs> and that's what all women are all about because when you become 50 what happens is you're more freer with your body yourself and you realize really and truly what amazing maybe mom you are wife and granny and the end of it all all 50 year olds are beautiful to me because you look at people you just go wow aren't they absolutely amazing i mean watch this morning jennifer lopez 51 looked amazing out there for the women all day long so really intrigued look at the 50 year olds and don't be afraid and go this is the time that we shine the most being 50. Rosemary you don't mind me asking so you when you turned 50 were you happy you were just like ready to embrace it and no problem at all? I embraced 50 with being absolutely so glad to be here and I love life fully uh, every year is not being older. Every year is just thinking, I am still here. Bring it on. It's absolutely wonderful. So 50 really, as people would say, is a number. But the number means nothing to me. It means just get out there, enjoy yourself and enjoy what's around you. And look at people who are 50 and go, now what are they doing? Or what are they doing? Because that's where your inspiration, as you're talking to me, you're asking me what it's about. And I'm telling you, when I look at somebody else, just out there, I mean, 
women over 50, women 60s, 70s still embrace me. So I'm really looking ahead. We are 50 at the moment. You just seem so um, happy and content with who you are as a person. And I don't think I'm quite there yet. You know, as I say, I am worried about uh, turning 50 because to me, it's like it's a huge figure. It's much worse than turning 40. No, it's what it is, really. And really, you have to learn to love yourself. And I have to be honest, which if people know me from the weight, I think I fell in love with myself the day and I was born. <laughs> I just come into this world thinking, yeah, here it goes. I'm not worried too much. Obviously, responsibility is my major thing with my children and with my family. That obviously is a big responsibility. And my husband, I met him when he was 13. And I'm looking there going, this is what it's all about. Being 50, the same as you have got your family and my grandchildren, um, Riley and Jasper. I look, I go, this is wonderful. I mean, I sit at the table and see and my mommy Nesta, we all sit at the table and we go, this is what 50 is all about. Enjoying your family, enjoying life. And then the hair comes in straight afterwards because happy home, happy work. And I never worked a day in my life. I knew that from my trick hairdressing up. I just thought this is what I like to do. And if you do feel uncomfortable working, what you should be standing back and going, well, I thought you should be doing that. Present. Well, I should be doing something that I really enjoy and I really like. For me, I, as I said earlier on, I've never worked a day in my life. I've just embraced it, enjoyed it. And the clientele I have who are 50, I've just started in a new bit of a career at the moment as in changing myself around. Still doing hairdressing, but started doing a different way about it. And my biggest thing was I couldn't believe one of the girls said in the shop, and I do 50-year-olds, I'm very proud of it. And they go, all your clients are so glamorous. And I'm going, bring it on. Aren't they just so glamorous? So that stands up a lot for the ladies out there here. That's one of the things I, I wanted to talk to you about, Rosemary, because to me, I've known you for, I'd say, 10, 15 years now. You never look yes. anything less than glamorous. You really do, you know, practice what you preach. You always have beautiful makeup, Thank well-dressed you. and dressed the way you want to dress, no matter what age, as you say, the whole ripped yeah, jeans thing. Yeah. If you want to wear ripped jeans, you wear yeah. ripped jeans. But your I your do. hair, I'd say to me, is a great advert for what you do. Thank you. And then today is I'm selling myself to you, the public, no matter what. And what I want for somebody at my age of 50 uh, in her 50s goes, well, you know, I can wear that. I can do it. I was speaking to a lady and she was in her 50s and she said, I don't know, should I wear those or that? I said, oh, wear whatever you want. Enjoy it. It's only clothes. It doesn't matter. Or hair. Put it out there the way you want it. So I always do what I want with myself. I, I mean, I'm 50 uh, odds now. I'm sitting with a pair of DMs thinking, yeah, these are quite comfortable, <laughs> you know. So the bottom line is wear and feel what you like yourself. Yeah. And makeup and all is very important. You've got to sell yourself no matter what to the public. It's my job. Do some women, Rosemary, feel like because they are in their 50s, they can't be glamorous, they can't dress with current trends? I know one thing somebody said to me one time was, oh, when you get older, make sure you keep your hair shorter, don't have your hair long. Why Why should people tell yeah. you what to do? Years ago, which I would have actually said, I got that because uh, ladies, they're 80s now, I say. Years ago, when they became 50, they looked 50. And the problem was they weren't putting colours in and keeping the maintenance up the way they did. They were in the house, they were working, they weren't going out uh, the way we do now in our 50s. So the thing is with the long hair, because we're colouring it all the time and we're looking after ourselves all the time, we're putting false tans on or even just putting makeup on. The thing is that you don't look 50 now. Come back the way why it did look like that and now it's just jumped right over. So that's why long hair doesn't matter. If you're in your 50s or not, as long as you maintain it, 
if you don't maintain long hair, it doesn't look as good. But the women nowadays do, they get the hair colours quite often. It's a colour world. Uh, yeah that brings me on to color it is one of the things because I, i'm dark i'm a brunette so i noticed the the hair yeah. starting to go uh quite a few years ago and it is the first sign that sort of freaks you out a little bit listen here my gray hairs what am i going to do about it but you did reassure me at the time that everybody now basically can change their hair color what the thing is with the grey hair, which I refuse to say grey, by the way, I call it pepper and salt. Because we get a woman comes in and goes, ah, 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 you're pepper and salt, keep it a wee bit more kinder to yourself, you know. But the thing is, what it is for people going uh, pepper, salt, grey, the thing is that uh, now the colours are there and they're putting them in. And it's beautiful. And the great revolution of the last two years, grey was the fashion. So everybody embraced their grey. Put a bit of highlighting in it, use the different shampoos to make the hair look really well, and got trendy cuts with the grey. So it really came out there to be so embracing for people if they didn't want to keep their grey hair as long as they put makeup on and put their clothes on, it really worked with their, then you don't look old with the grey hair. So really and truly, you can embrace it with colour or you can not put the colour in at all and let it grow out and give it a really good cut with really maybe a few highlights, just embracing it up a wee bit. So there's plenty going on out there for the pepper and salt pomegranate. When we were going through lockdown, it seemed to be the biggest worry for women of any, of particularly older women, yeah. was that they, they couldn't get the haircut, they couldn't maintain their colour and they were really worried about it. I know talking to friends of mine who would have been in their early 50s, they were just, they were afraid to even leave the house, some of them without actually having a hat on. That's how worrying yeah. it was for them. But I would be a wee bit like that myself, to be honest. I've had to put my own colour on from really right through i absolutely hate putting my color on i don't like doing my hair i don't want to do it again when i go back to normal please just give me their best for, to look after me my nails my hair i don't mind what it is put maintenance on me i'm glad it. But the thing is women covering their hair with a hat bring it on don't show it don't show it okay <laughs> um just on that subject of people having to color their own hair or having to use the old box in the bathroom as we have had yeah um you must have had yeah. to sort out some disasters in your days clients did ring me when i was at home and what i did do i did a wee bit of research but obviously because i don't use these products i was a wee bit um uh can we guide them what to use and i said like if you're going to do it that's any colour that I would know because I looked and thought that might help them out or that might help them out. So that I didn't have the I think it was being selfish for myself. I actually thought I'll not have the disaster when I get them all back in again. We call it COVID-19 hair. Oh, here's a COVID-19 hair coming in here now. And sometimes it was sitting right down to their ears, you know what I yeah. mean? Okay. And believe it or not, I had a couple of times to get it right when it all come back in again, which was fair enough. But saying that, the ladies were so good. And men were, you know, hopping it out there a wee bit too. They liked their hair cut and getting themselves sorted. They were glad to get back in again. So it's also a word for everybody, you know, and children, because they're very high maintenance, as you yeah. know, you have three daughters yeah. yourself. And your daughters like their hair done, especially Sam with the colours and all the rest. But so everybody just loves getting their hair done. You know, so really and truly, it was high maintenance, everybody coming back in again. And it will be again when we go back in on Friday. 
So just taking a back step, it'll take us a wee bit of time to get back on the road again with the clients. Mm-hmm. Just taking you right back, Rosemary, you say you always wanted to do this. This is a passion. This is a vocation. It's not just a job to you. And you started when you were 13. Um, yeah. But you have seen obviously a lot of change through the decades. But what stuck with yeah. you when you were first that junior going in to start working in a, in a big salon? My thing with being a junior was I loved shampoo. That was one of my main things, not the shampoo. As you know, in the, the juniors that I've had, it's all about the shampoo and too, to relax at the basins. We get a, always got a good reward. But I remember thinking, well, the shampoo was a big thing for me when I was younger. And then the changes came, obviously, you got ready to go on the floor. But I would say because perm during my day, which they don't call a perm no more, they call a form, because you reformed the hair. And believe it or not, I was quite surprised how many people still ask you for things like that too? And there's nothing in this world that you should not be able to do. There's no job is not that withdrawn for a client. And there is no rules as in, do the client like something? Do it. Who says it's wrong? As long as it's good condition and the hair works out very well as professionally done. But the changes have come through um, reconditioning. That is a major thing for my as a junior. Once you used to get a bottle of conditioner and uh, that bottle of conditioner did everybody, everybody. I remember going and buying Flax by Revlon out of Woodsides and it was my big treat. A wee bottle of Flax shampoo and a wee bottle of Flax conditioner. I'm thinking, oh, this is great. And that was your treat and it was expensive then. But now it's all to do with good shampoos with good condition and additives you can add into your colors and everything is so up market what you can do and that's a massive change is condition if i had to go from a junior and seeing the disasters i mean years ago you used to get a body wave in your hair and then two weeks later a set of highlights and that was the norm <laughs> and i remember th- looking back and i'm going really that something went down with my seniors my seniors were doing that and i remember thinking whoa but now when i look now it's obviously that's unforgivable you wouldn't do that I mean, there was nothing wrong because we were all ignorant and we didn't know but it was really my generation started to bring through the condition i remember fighting very hard for bringing the condition in for the clients and that's where it all handed out you know taking you back to the 80s because i remember the 80s i those were my teenage years at uh, secondary school and the big thing was the perm as you say because whitney houston oh. and kylie minogue and then there was sure sure you gotta get sure yeah, and sure of course <laughs> And that's how, you know, I guess, celebrities influence us with our style. But there was a certain product. Now, Absolutely. I can't say that. We're not going to say the name of it. But it was a spray that was essentially bleach you put in your hair. And it just bleached your hair. And I'm sure at that period, 80s, early 90s, you had a lot of work to do with people who messed up big time. Do you know what? I actually forgot about that. And I, I obviously, no names mentioned about that one. But with I tell it, that was a disaster for us. We just... You put, well, oh, right, okay. And the client would have told you on the phone, okay, so you knew what you were in for. You were able to mark yourself out and you knew you had problem hair coming in because what they really didn't realize what they were doing to their hair, which is fine. It's ignorance is bliss, but really and truly, that was a big, big thing for us many years ago. But the thing is, education, as I was saying earlier on, has came through. And people don't do that anymore. No. So hopefully I haven't messed my hair up for good because I had all sorts on it when I was in late teens and, and my 20s. Uh, I have gone through many styles and I'm now growing this oh, out. Yeah. It's eight months growth now. It's taken me a while because I yeah. always liked it yeah. short. Um, but just uh, one thing I want to touch on, Rosemary, is... Um, it is a worry for some women that maybe as they age, their hair uh, recedes or their hair gets a little bit thinner. Yes. If you, How would you deal with that sensitively? 
Well, what actually happened for I get this I get this question asked I mean uh, at least three times a day with ladies. It depends what age too. You know, you could be having a baby and the problem comes or anything at all. But this really is uh, your hair is protein really in the end of the day. And the good thing is you are born with good hair. That's is one sure thing. But also what goes in comes out, and that's a great gift I always say to people, you know, if you eat healthy and you put in well, it'll grow white well. Well, it's not that it's going to make it any thicker. It's not that it's not going to make it any you know, curly or anything like that. The thing is, what goes in goes out, really. And just make sure that you do lead a good, healthy diet for your um, uh, body. And then it will come out on the hair. Um, but what will help it actually? It will help. It doesn't make a big difference, as in it'll make it thicker, but it will help it. So, really and truly, what goes in comes out and look after that. That's mm -hmm. why they say they've got, I think it's different places have different vitamins and things for hair. But um, your hair will be a bit um, thinner sometimes if the pepper and salt come through because of different texture altogether. And people are a wee bit confused and saying, am I thinning? I says, actually, you're not. Your pepper and salt's actually more gray, actually. It's more um, a different texture and it feels um, softer and flatter. So that, you know, that happened to me. And I thought, hmm, though I have a big head of hair, my hair would have been more coarser. But now when I got pepper and salt uh, in my hair, I thought, hmm, you're a bit flatter and you're not that bulk that used to be. So that's where that comes from 90% of the time. You've said so many times there, people ask you this, people ask you that, because you are a confidant to a lot of people and, and women in many ways. And I'm not sure you don't take the men, obviously your husband was <laughs> takes the men in your, in your shop. <laughs> but um, you've had to be a confidant to people who've really trusted you with some of their biggest secrets. And how does that make you feel, Rosemary? What it actually is, I'm a great one for just telling you how it is as the truth. So I look at them and I go, what would I say to myself? Tell them, don't be afraid to say what you think, but obviously in a very nice way. I go, what do you think of that? I go, well, I wouldn't do that or I would do this. I go, you just say how is this? Well, that's what you're asking me. So I'm telling you the truth. And then that's where the confidence comes in with the client asking me again. So Rosemary will tell me what it is. Do I need a colour? Well, you don't. Back off for another few weeks. And let's do it another time. They go, right, okay, that is me gaining confidence in a client. It's not all about get a colour on, do this. It's all about how I look at something going, well, that was me. I would like somebody to do that for me. And my confidence comes through. Always was a confident girl anyway. And to tell people what I actually thought, again, in a nice way. And say how it is. And that's where people go, I don't know if I would say that to somebody. But when you do say it, they go, that's how I felt about that. And then I go, good, then embrace it. Say, think in your head what should be done about mm -hmm. it and then work at it from there. Yeah. Rosemary, you're a working mum and that wasn't easy to juggle being a, a mum of two kids and have your own business. But does that mean you're a little bit more um, empathy towards women uh, who did work for you, who needed time off if the children got sick? It was, it was actually a family salon and that was what I was known for, a family salon. Because when I worked before in salon, which I say have great respect for, but the thing was, uh, my girls who worked with me, if they come in with a problem with the family, doctors, somebody sick, doesn't matter what it was. Uh, right. All my girls would have covered each other. So we run a very much a family salon because you have to remember women who are going to be career women. This is very important. Women are going to be career women. Even if it's in your 50s, it doesn't matter. You have to juggle your home, your family, 
and your um, it could be your partner's life or anything, and that is one hard task because I remember beating my head of a wall, thinking, right, Jeff's on the lorries, I've got to run, get the child picked up, do this, do that. Only for my mum and may I say Jeff's mother and father too, but my mum was a great part of you know I collect mummy, I'm going to I can't get out, I'll go and get her. That's not a problem. That was entire was in childcare at birdies at that stage. And I remember thinking, this is a nightmare, running back and forward, trying to do this, trying to do that. And then when, again, when I opened my business, I thought, I will never let a woman, if I can prevent it, to have that problem because it, it just drives you crazy. Doing her, you know, your child has to be collected. You've got to do something. It's so hard. So women out there who do work, who have families, I take my hat off to them all day long. And even today, then young ones are running about working, running with families, doing everything possible, being a wife, being a partner. They're marvelous. I just think I'm the marvelous anyway. <laughs> so we're we're a great old species. It's like you see men when they're doing something. They take on one task. You're in a Sunday, and there they do. They do they hoover the lawn. Now you're ready. The hoover the lawn. I'll hoover the lawn. We're going to hoover the lawn there and keep it going. And what we're doing. We're getting the roast on, we're doing the iron, we're cleaning the kids' noses, and we're running about, and they're still hoovering away there that long. Stripes and all are going in. So I go, yeah, we're multitaskers, that's what we do. We just do everything. Yeah. We're great species. You know what I loved about you, Rosemary, just the chance that it, when I came in um, to talk to you or to get my hair done, I wasn't just getting my hair done, because you would listen to me and you would ask me about what's going on. And I do beat yes. myself up and you know this because I, know you I think I'm getting one side of my life wrong I'm either getting the kids yeah. wrong yeah. or the house isn't tidy enough or my I'm yeah. later, you know there's yeah. something and I can't I feel like I'm juggling balls all the time and you just said yeah. to me which was really good advice when do you take time for you and I That's said right. actually I don't and you, you said to me, you need to have even 10 minutes just to take a breath or just go buy yourself a coffee or go get yourself or, or walk your dog, walk your dog. And I have <laughs> yeah. I think that's really, really good advice. And I think um, and you're not afraid to tell me that I have a couple of people yeah. saying just just chill and stop for a second because I feel like yeah. okay I'm late 40s now I'm 49 now but maybe from the time I did become a mum obviously chaotic early years when there were babies and then as you say this trying to leave them to childcare and who's picking them up and if they get sick everything changes but now I feel like my daughter's nearly 16 and 12 so there's this element there that they can sort themselves out a little bit and I feel like I'm coming through yeah. it now. That's what I call fighting yourself again because I always find around this time of your children coming that age i remember thinking whoa i fight myself again this is great as you're saying five 50s bring it up because you find yourself that's what i was saying earlier on you're free again not only are you amazing because you've already found out what you're all about and obviously you're trying to look beautiful all the time which you do anyway you're you're high maintenance anyway as in for yourself because you're presenting mm -hmm. you're doing things and you're also a good ambassador for women if you're um saying denise you go right okay and you're right with the dog you're walking you're doing your bits and pieces so you're responsible like i'm responsible because people are you're on the public eye which you are i'm just and behind the seat doing hair but the thing is when people are talking to you that are even hearing you or even talking to you right in the street you're going she can actually do all that i remember one time somebody had said to me do you actually clean toilets i couldn't believe that <laughs> that was actually what they asked me. I said, what here's your, do you, you don't look as if you clean toilets i mean I mean in the house 
yeah, have you somebody that comes in and does all that? And I'm going, are you having a laugh? I remember thinking, I do the, I do the, never did anybody in my shop clean toilet for me. I cleaned them. I thought, don't judge the big pads cover. You know, it's what comes beyond that, which is obviously all the things I've mentioned. But you glam yourself up. Yeah. Put the, what, what's the old saying? Put your face on and get on with it. Isn't that right? That's it. And that's what I, I find. I used to, before children, uh, we're going way back now, but it would be, oh, we had an hour to have a bath. We had so much time to get changed yeah. and the makeup. And then you and I had a chat one day about how it, we literally can get ourselves ready and uh, Car to bar in ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. and, and tell us the story you said about that you were. Did you have to get to a wedding or something? You were still working because you'd been doing all the the, the hair, and you had. I got, have been, that's right. Yeah, tell me I that t- story. I had, yeah, I was going to um uh my my nephew's wedding actually, and it was up in. I was working because I couldn't take it off, and we had to go to Kelgorn, and it was my nephew Christopher or. And um, I'm actually getting ready from the shop in the toilet in the shop. And I thought, right, just go and get ready in 10 minutes. Through the gate, I literally have face cloth, that's been honest. And I had to get, I brought it all with me. And then I got washed, got myself sorted and dressed. And I thought, right, I'm going, I'm ringing in the car with Jeffrey. Now, where are they now? And I missed the church service, obviously. I just, okay, now where are they now? Right, are they at the reception? Right, I'll just walk in as if nobody missed me then. <laughs> and it literally took me two minutes to get on me in the, and up in the car and I'm sort of fixing my hair up and I'm still fixing the makeup on. I thought, and they were going, well, how are you? Yeah, I'm great. And I'm going, I am exhausted <laughs> before I got here. It was a holiday time and the girls were off and some yeah. boys were off from work and they had to be filled in. So that's exactly what happened. And Jeff was the same. We just had to do it because the time of year, it was just busy. But you walked in there and thought, yeah. And I remember thinking, oh, bless us all. But you look fabulous today. And I'm going, really? Have you seen the state I am not really? <laughs> Ten <laughs> minutes. Literally, five, yeah, literally in, the, in the shop toilets. That's exactly how I got ready. Yeah. The girl saying, you look amazing. You look amazing. And I'm going, really and truly. So that was it. Yeah. Obviously, it can't be done. It. But that's what women do. Yeah. We just get ready in five minutes, makeup on, and away you run. That's now nice. I do take the time to put my up because I go, do you know what? I haven't done this in years. I put a towel down, put my makeup down, set all the brushes out and go, yeah, this base girl. I, you know, it's just where it comes in. Now, you know? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, we mentioned Tara, um, your lovely daughter, who's followed you into the business as a hairdresser, it has. and is also a mum of two beautiful uh, grandchildren. Your grandchildren. So, how different is it? Obviously, you become a granny in the last decade as well. I think really what happens is when you become granny, um, is that. Your world opens up again because simply you've been busy bringing your own children up and then you're, you're worrying about them. And all of a sudden then, my my major thing was when Tara told me she was pregnant, my daughter got pregnant and I thought, how do you get, I thought, is she old enough? Because she's married and all, doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. You're not you're pregnant. And she started, her and I, and Tara and I are not emotional with each other at all. I was filling up, she was filling up, her daddy came around. Hey, what is wrong with so that was it and to become a nana to Riley who came into the world first do you know what I was outside that door and I was God love Connor which is her husband I was outside the door I'm the mother-in-law you don't want even I know that I'm going I'm the interfering lovely right up the neck mother-in-law Connor what's going on you know he loves me to bits by the way and I went well well and it's a boy are you sure it's a boy it's a boy, Rosemary. And I'm going, that's okay. And we got a wee boy and Riley and the most beautiful natured boy in the world. And then we got pregnant again with Jasper. Well, if you want two different spectrums of children, 
they've yeah. got them. Jasper's on the go, never sits, loves life to the help of a beautiful, beautiful boy, and is so enthusiastic and two smart cookies, and we're so proud of them. And being a nana, you sit back at the table and you look at them. See if they want sweets before their dinner. I don't care. Can't let them have. <laughs> I'd, I'd occurred if they had a dog to mine. But that's what a nana's up for, and you do enjoy. Um, and Tara is, I can say, the most wonderful mother in the world. Yeah. I can actually vouch for that. She has some stamina with her voice, and I love being um, a mum. And Clark, he's getting married in a year and a half. He's got uh, engaged. So I'm looking forward to getting more grandchildren. <laughs> and uh, he's, he's engaged a girl called Katie, who we just adore. Great. So Jeff and I can uh, run around the buff <laughs> and get on with it, you know. But no, I'm really looking forward to, um, to Clark then having children too. May I say, Clark, not too soon. Keep it, keep it out of it there for me. Yeah, it's a wonderful grandchildren. You're yeah. such a close family. You don't mind me bringing this up, Rosemary, but you have somebody that isn't with you at the minute who you would love That's to be right. with you. Tell me about your, your sister. Denise, Denise, Denise uh, Taylor. And she has uh, two grand, she has a load of grandchildren. One of her grandchildren is called after um, uh, was Anya Denise Mary Taylor, which is a great privilege for her to be called that because her, she has the most, and she's a double of her mommy. Our granny, sorry. And uh, Denise was my twin sister. We're identical twins. And we did everything together. And she was a hairdresser too. So she was, we shared uh, most of our family, like Christmases, everything together. Just totally adored uh, Denise. And then she took cancer. She's actually 12 years Christmas coming up the 2nd of December. So this would have been a real hard time. I have a big photograph of Denise on the wall and this was her favourite time of the year and I said to her um, let me know you're about today because I miss you terribly what you do but the great gift is I look at things I just had like because I absolutely adored her and adore her family and well, growing up we all had great times and she a phenomenal mother um, a phenomenal she would have been a phenomenal granny and she has loads of grandchildren and they're absolutely beautiful and um she'd adored them all and been an absolute great granny like myself and we all had a great time deal. Miss her terribly, she died of cancer. It was a hard time at that time. I remember uh when she had died, she was in the hospice and then she passed away. It was a lot of hard time before that. And then we came home. Uh, we actually stayed with her uh, the whole time, even when she passed away. Nobody left the hospital, we slept with her there. And when she passed away, and then we come home, and then we ended up that um, uh, we had obviously uh, buried Denise. I'm back to work straight after the day after. And I thought I'd be their choice either to take the left side of this world or the right side. So I went to the right side and thought, you know what? I'm so lucky to be here. That was the part of the conversation at the very beginning. I always knew I'd be very lucky to be here. So that was a great part of my life. Realize, you know what? Life's not over until it's over for you. So whatever you're going to have, just enjoy it. Mm -hmm. uh, embrace it. Have it. And she was, you know, only in her forties when she died, very young forties. Uh, so I remember thinking, does it really matter what age you are? Get out there, enjoy it, and embrace life as much as you can. I did it anyway. I didn't have to be taught anything. I'll just do it better now. There's a different mm -hmm. ballgame. Well, you're a great inspiration to me and you've picked me up when I needed the good advice and you've advised me about my hair do's and hair don'ts and everything. But as I say, it's a big year 2021 for me. So any final words that you could give me um, before I, I hit 50 and just about feeling the best I can and looking the best I can? 
enjoy your 49th, by the way, because the old comes in quick enough, you know, but saying that, no, you, what you do is when you are going to embrace your 50, just stand back and think, and I so lucky to be here. That's all you have to remember. You see, if you have to stand back and look at that, and you see your disaster days, you're looking at the kids running about, and you're not in time for this, you're not doing this in time, as you said earlier, I'm going to keep my house right, I'm going to keep my kids right. Of course you are. You're doing it right. Because it's your right. Get on with it. Dust yourself down. Just say, yeah, this is my right. And that's what it's all about. Do what you're brought up beautifully anyway, with your beautiful mother, whom I know anyway. And the thing is, you don't get it wrong because your morals are good and your ways are good. And, you know, you are running a family. Mm-hmm. You are running your own success of doing what you're doing now. And you're also with husband and running a family, being a wife at the same time, that a bottle of wine and a pizza once in a week. And, you know, you're doing those wee sort of things. And, you know, you are much in a man's world. And you have to remember that yourself. And when if you don't show the women out there that you are up against men as in it's more man's world that you're in and my line it's more the woman's where i'm in a woman's world and you have to show people out there how you are standing on your own two feet being 50 and that's what it's all about and then people will look forward to being 50. yeah so they will brilliant <laughs> and you can look forward to dancing naked around the kitchen with jeff and the kids all leave i tell you what i've been locking the door i actually have to say to you have you still got keys <laughs> <laughs> This episode of Being Fab at 50 is sponsored by Linwood's Health Foods, who provide a variety of seed and nut blends that can easily be incorporated into your daily diet to help provide the body with all its important nutrients. So just think you can make your breakfast, yogurts or lunchtime salad healthier by adding 20 grams of Linwood's blends to your bowl. It packs a nutritional punch with lots of protein, fiber and omega-3 and other nutrients like vitamin D. And did you know that Linwood's flaxseed has been prepared with great care? Their unique cold milling process unlocks the benefits of the seed. That makes digestion easier, which is great news. And what's more, every single product within the range is gluten-free and plant-based, so everybody around the table can enjoy that healthy boost to a meal. Check out their entire range, available directly from the Linwood's Health Foods website. That is all we have time for on Being Fab at 50. A huge thank you for tuning in again this week. And of course, thanks to Rosemary, who was a truly excellent guest and an inspiring woman who I've learned a lot from this week. Make sure to check out the U105 social media accounts for more information and videos featuring our fantastic ladies who will be joining us on the series. Press subscribe now on your podcast app so you don't miss a thing. And remember, 50 is the new 40. 40.